Democrats rule and Republicans drool. That's the level of political discourse that we're hearing from Democrats these days. President Barack Obama linked up with Hollywood, internet, and tech celebrities to raise vast amounts of money to support Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden. What are Republican leaders doing to match this dollar haul by Obama? They are also working to elect Joe Biden. The last living former Republican president, George W. Bush, has not lifted his pinky finger to help reelect Donald Trump. No fundraisers, no supportive tweets, no favorable interviews, and worse still, former staffers of George W. Bush launched a group specifically to raise money for the election of Joe Biden. I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. I'm a liberty-loving, tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. My goal is to keep you informed and to be your spokesman in Washington, D.C. Subscribe below to my channel so you don't miss a daily episode. Hit the bell and comment down below on what topics you would like me to cover next. I have two reflections to share with you today about Obama and Bush working to help elect Joe Biden president. First, President Obama knows that his legacy is at stake and he is actively involved in electing Joe Biden. Former President Barack Obama actively worked to make sure that Donald Trump did not win the 2016 presidential election. We can debate whether his actions on behalf of Hillary Clinton were above the board or not, but that is a topic for another day. Today, I want to share with you the typical type of political support that Barack Obama is offering to Joe Biden for his presidential campaign. I'm going to link down below to this article entitled, Obama Unleashes on Trump Privately as he raises $24 million for Biden. So what typical political support is President Obama rendering for Joe Biden? First, he's doing political fundraisers. Quoting from the article, even three years out of office, Mr. Obama remains one of the Democrat Party's biggest draws for giant contributors and small donors alike. A virtual conversation on Tuesday with actor George Clooney sold out of tickets that range from $250 to as much as $250,000. He's obviously one of our most effective surrogates, said Tom Perez the DNC chairman who hailed the efficiency of virtual fundraisers, end quote. So right there, President Obama is doing something that is vital to the lifeblood of so many political campaigns. He's getting out there talking to the big money donors and to the smaller donors and raising a vast amount of money for Joe Biden's presidential aspirations. And I think it's funny that he's linking up with people like George Clooney that I've highlighted in interviews below how he doesn't want to abide by the same rules 
goals, particularly on uh, gun control and things that we care so much about. He doesn't want to abide by those rules in his own life, but he wants to put those rules on you. So it's very instructive to know who President Obama is linking up with. I'm going to link down below to an interview that I did about George Clooney and his hypocrisy. Back to President Obama's efforts to elect Joe Biden. What else is he doing that's a normal political activity to help elect someone? He is engaged in joint appearances with Biden. As this article relates, Obama is still the campaign's single biggest fundraising event when he had this joint appearance with Joe Biden. Third, President Obama is putting his name on mailers. Quoting from the article, he has lent his name to digital solicitations that are among the party's highest performing missives. That is no surprise. Quoting further from the article, at the Democratic National Committee, the times that Mr. Obama signs emails have been known internally as Barack Obama days for the influx of contributions and for a reactivating effect among supporters. What else is Barack Obama doing to ensure that Joe Biden is elected? Number four, he's tweeting. Quoting from the article, Mr. Obama tweeted a link on Sunday to the Democrat Party's IWillVote.com registration portal, noting that it was only 100 days until the election. That tweet, along with a link by the model Kendall Jenner to her 135 million Instagram followers, drove more than 100,000 visitors. Now, what is Barack Obama saying at these private fundraisers? He is insulting President Trump's base. Of them, he said, quote, It's just glued to Fox News and Breitbart and Limbaugh and just this conservative echo chamber, and so they're going to turn out the vote, end quote. Immediately, this reminded me of a 2008 presidential campaign remark that candidate Obama made at a private fundraiser in San Francisco. You might remember this one. Quote, referring to working class voters and old industrial towns decimated by job losses, the presidential hopeful said they get bitter, they cling to guns or religion or antipathy to people who aren't like them or anti-immigrant sentiment or anti-trade sentiment as a way to explain their frustrations, end quote. You might not remember, but Hillary Clinton used that very quote to try and defeat Obama in the 2008 Democratic primary uh, votes. And I think it's really important to look also at what else President Obama is saying in these private fundraisers. He is engaging in absolute projection. First, he attacks President Trump by saying, quote, what he has unleashed and what he continues to try to tap into is the fear and anger and resentment of people who in some cases really are having a tough time and have seen their prospects or communities where they left declining. And Trump tries to tap into that and redirect in nativist, racist, sexist ways, end quote. 
So then, after accusing President Trump of tapping into fear, anger, and resentment, what does former President Obama do? He engages and tries to tap into the fear, anger, and resentment of these donors. He goes into the usual trope of the Democrats and the mainstream media loving to liken Republicans to Adolf Hitler and to Nazis, even if those Republicans that they're attacking are rhinos. Remember, they did that with Mitt Romney in the 2012 presidential election. Now, at this fundraiser, Obama referred to, quote, the darker impulses and what we have wrought in history, what they have wrought in history. Quoting from the article, the end point of that we saw in Europe 60, 70 years ago, what happens when those things get unleashed? You can't nip that in the bud. Bad things can happen among the most quote unquote civilized societies, end quote. So here is President Obama falling back on that trope of likening Republicans to Hitler and to Nazis. Now, he doesn't straight out say it, but obviously what happened in Europe in the dark times 60 to 70 years ago was World War II and the rise of Hitler and fascism from Italy to Germany. And what we had to do as Americans to rest back uh, and help the people of Europe defeat fascism. So Obama at this private fundraiser raised another fear, anger, and resentment. Quote, asked what keeps him up at night these days, Obama cited fears of voter suppression and an effort by Mr. Trump to question the election's legitimacy, end quote. So there you go. That's another Democratic talking point that they try to tap into a fear about voter suppression and the idea that there will be a takeover, that there won't be a, a peaceful transition of power. And when we see that happen, that's on the Democrat side, not the Republican side. Obama at this private fundraiser kept alive another Trump topic, ignoring similar claims against Joe Biden. Quoting from the article, we already saw this guy, meaning Trump, win once after he bragged about physically assaulting women. And that didn't seem to matter. So enough said, let's get to work, end quote. And then President Obama goes further, quoting from the article, Obama praised Biden's character, hailed him as a future great president, almost turning the tables on donors and others who have tried to offer constructive criticism to the Biden campaign, given the stakes of the election, end quote. So now we see what President Obama is doing on behalf of Joe Biden and of President Obama's party, the Democrat Party. The second reflection I want to share with you today is, so what is the last living Republican former President George W. Bush doing in this critical presidential election when all sides agree so much is at stake? George W. Bush is doing no fundraisers. He's doing no joint appearances. He's doing no mailers. And he's doing no supportive tweets of President Trump. 
Shouldn't Republicans expect the man that they supported to become president of the United States two times, even though some of the Republicans were not wild about him for many, many reasons? Shouldn't they reasonably expect George W. Bush's support of the party's 2020 candidate? Especially given we now know We know President Trump's track record on Republican platform issues like rule of law, religious liberty, free markets, deregulation, tax relief, federalism, and the list goes on and on and on. Instead, we have a group of former George W. Bush administration officials launching a new group specifically to help elect Joe Biden. I will link to their website below. Let's see what their mission is. Quoting from their website, our mission is clear to elect Joe Biden as the next president of the United States. Through our advocacy, 43 alumni for Biden seeks to unite and mobilize a community of historically Republican voters who are dismayed and disappointed by the damage done to our nation by Donald Trump's presidency. Our efforts will focus on engaging voters with shared concerns about the future of our country and compelling them to make the right choice by voting for Joe Biden on Election Day, November 3rd, 2020. Well, isn't that sweet? Going further into their website, they're talking about in answering who they are. 43 alumni for Biden consists of a group of people who served in the 43rd administration who now support Joe Biden for president. We only represent the views of those who choose to support our single objective to elect Joe Biden president. The positive response that we have received from hundreds of 43 alumni who have expressed gratitude and a willingness to help has been overwhelming. We also knew that others would disagree, and we believe that everyone is entitled to their own opinions. They are free to support who they wish based on their own convictions, and we remain thankful that we live in a country that values liberty and protects those freedoms. So that's who they are. So they have used their position as former members of a Republican administration to attack the current Republican nominee for the 2020 presidential election. Let that sink in. Now then you're saying, well, what does President George W. Bush have to do with this? Plenty of times people are backstabbing or not appreciative or whatever. So how can you tie this group to President George W. Bush? Well, let's look at their website and see what they say. Is President Bush involved in your efforts? Our efforts are completely separate and no way related to the Bush Center in Dallas, Texas. Side note, that's a good point because the Bush Center in Dallas, Texas is not supposed to be involved in politics. But we're talking about George W. Bush, we're not talking about his center. Going on, quoting from their website, 
We have been in contact with President Bush's office, and they are aware of our activities. He has publicly indicated that he is retired from politics and doesn't have plans to endorse any candidate in the 2020 election. Many of us are inspired by his leadership and his family's commitment to public service, which compelled us to remain active and engaged in the political process today. So we don't know if they actually reached out to President Bush, but he hasn't disavowed them. He hasn't said that they're doing the wrong thing. He hasn't even said that he's going to support President Trump. He hasn't done anything to give support to President Trump. And in fact, they quote this idea that President Trump has, or I'm sorry, President Bush has said he's retired from politics. But when a party elects someone to hold the very highest office in the chain of politics and politicians and power in our country, isn't there a reasonable expectation that that person will continue to support the party and candidates from that party? And how many Republicans held their nose when they supported John McCain or Mitt Romney? So why does President George W. Bush get a pass on this? I want to go further into this website by the 43 alumni supporting Joe Biden. A question, they have a, a question and answer page, and the question is, am I abandoning the Republican Party? And their answer is, many of us remain Republicans. We are proud of the sound principles that guided our time working together and remain grateful to have campaigned, voted, and worked for so many great Republican leaders through the years. We endorse Vice President Biden, not necessarily in opposition to any political affiliations, but rather in patriotic duty to our country over any one person or political party, end quote. So did you catch those two things? Many of us remain Republican, meaning many are not staying Republican. I guess they're independents or by their actions, now they're Democrats. So isn't that an interesting detail that emerges from their website? And then secondly, they use the idea of patriotic duty to our country over any one person or political party. Well, wasn't it not too long ago that we were hearing from the left and the Democrats that you can't insult patriotism, that that is a false claim, and that is immoral and wrong to talk about anyone's patriotism? Well, aren't they saying that anyone who is not supporting Joe Biden is being unpatriotic? And explain to me how former Republicans and people who were in the George W. Bush uh, administration can talk about patriotism if they're uh, supporting and voting for a party that is so against traditional American values and uh, acknowledging that America is the greatest experiment in the history of the world. And that's why so many people come here, because they want to be part of the American dream. So then finally, quoting from this website of the 43 alumni who are working to elect Joe Biden, this is the really key question. Do you support the DNC platform? Reasonable question. If you're not only going to vote for Joe Biden, but you set up a website and take money to try and support electing Joe Biden, it seems like it might be a reasonable thing to see whether these people support the DNC platform. Their answer is... We're supporting Joe Biden for president of the United States. This campaign is bigger than partisan politics. We recognize that there may be 
policy differences among us, but we look forward to a time when civil, honest, and robust policy discussions are the order of the day, from spirited policy banter with family and friends on tax cuts, reducing regulations, or supporting an economy that champions freedom's cause. Bring it on! Can you see how many things are wrong in this answer by this group to whether or not they support the DNC platform? It is just mind-boggling. How can you say that you're supporting someone and try and distance yourself from the platform? And I think this is an important tell. They say that they want to talk about tax cuts. Republicans do not talk about that, saying that it's tax cuts. They call it tax relief because cuts makes it sound like you're giving someone a break. But the honesty, when you look at the whole issue of tax policy, is that it's the government not taking your money. The money that you've earned, that you're entitled to, it's tax relief. And it's trying to make the system more equitable and more effective and not put a stranglehold on our economic uh, vitality, which helps all of us benefit from that. I'm going to link down below to another article. One Bush makes his choice clear. George P. Bush will endorse Donald Trump. The subtitle is Breaking from Prominent Members of His Family, the Texas Land Commissioner Plans to Vote for Trump in November and Formally Endorse Him for Re-Election. Interesting. To sum up, Barack Obama and the last living Republican former President George W. Bush are supporting Joe Biden for president. You might quibble with me and say that Bush is not supporting Biden, but if you're not supporting Trump, you are giving aid to Joe Biden being the next occupant of our Oval Office. No fundraisers for Trump from George W. Bush. No joint appearances with Trump by George W. Bush. No mailers for Trump by George W. Bush. No tweets supportive of Trump by George W. Bush. This is all simultaneously happening when the Democrat former president is accusing Republicans of being driven by fear, anger, and resentment, and he's accusing essentially Trump of being a Nazi. Republicans who supported the Bush family deserve better treatment from them. As the one reasonable Bush family member said in June, George P. Bush, quote, President Trump is the only thing standing between America and socialism. If you don't believe this, check out Biden's campaign platform, which the 43 alumni support of Bush supporting Biden would like you to ignore, but it shows the truth of the matter. Can't President Bush and his swampy staff and officials see this clear truth? I have three things to ask you for do, to do today. Number one, politely let former President George W. Bush know that as our highest elected former Republican official, he should lend his outspoken support to his party and to his party's nominee for the 2020 presidential campaign.
I'm gonna link down below to President Bush's contact information. Number two, let George P. Bush know that you thank him for his support of President Trump and the Republican Party, even in the face of his family's disregard of their moral duty. Third, we do not need famous people like Kendall Jenner to get out the vote. Go give a follow to Scott Pressler, who is out there on the streets registering Americans to vote, rather than being perched in front of a camera. Thank you so much for joining me today. Subscribe below so you don't miss a daily episode. Hit the bell and comment down below on what you think about President George W. Bush and his stance in the 2020 presidential election. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now. It's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.